Welcome to the Morning Gavalo Show. Welcome to the Morning Revival Show, where we talk all things momming, encourage resting in Jesus, seeking Him as we lean into our calling of ministry in motherhood. Okay, so this episode is going to be a little different um, than how they normally sound. I usually have like notes and bullet points to kind of things I want to touch on in the episode. But this one, we're just going to sit down and talk. I have my husband, Ryan Bowser here. Say hey. Good morning, everyone. Um, So we're just going to have a conversation about homeschooling our kids in a post-Christian world. Okay, I'm always transparent. (laughs) And I have to add, I hit stop recording too fast. Because as soon as I hit stop recording, I looked over and I'm like, why do you sound like you're hosting a radio show? Or like, a news news anchor. <laughs> it's good morning, everybody. It's thirty four degrees. <laughs> oh, okay, jumping into this episode. Who's gonna start this? You or me? I feel like we need a cup of coffee for this. Yeah. You want coffee? Yeah. I'll okay, coffee. let's fix coffee and come back. Okay, we have the coffee, and I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Okay, first we need to say, I guess for people that don't know the term post-Christian world, which I actually Googled it to make sure I understood. I really didn't know it till you told me. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's terms for everything and I don't think they really have to have terms for everything. Why can't we just call it like it is? But apparently this sounds better than calling it like it is. That's what I usually do. And he tells me like, I'm too harsh. What do you say? I'm too hard. Too hard. Harsh. What do you, what is the word you use? Hard. You say I'm too hard. Anyway, post-Christian world is what it's called. Post-Christian world. Yeah, I guess that's like, let's Google so I I don't butcher the definition. Hang on, I I just closed the window. Just spelling it out. Look at that. Yeah, apparently I'm not the first person to Google this. (laughs) Okay. Um, A situation in which Christianity is no longer the dominant civil religion of a society so is that's exactly what's what what we got here which means it's a sad sad world yeah i mean we see that every time we open social media or turn on the tv or watch a commercial okay so if you're new to the podcast um we have a 12 year old a 10 year old and a four year old and we have homeschooled for, I guess, the past six years. But there was like a year and a half there where they went to public school. And I really don't even want to get into public school. Oh, public school. That's a mess right there. From my experience, it was complete garbage. It wasn't bad at first. And then you just all of a sudden saw saw it change like just everything changed within a blink of an eye well yeah it's government run and they're not going to feed them the truth we saw that firsthand it was like definite government propaganda (laughs) being taught to our elementary kids yeah i don't even want to get into what was in their folder it's like it was sickening and the coloring sheets that got sent home for them to color then i was so proud that ours did not color the page because they already knew that it was complete garbage so my blood pressure goes up just talking about this. So I'm not even going to get into that part. If you homeschool, 
you know the reason why we homeschool. So I don't want to waste mine and your time because we both know what public schools are. Okay, so moving on. Okay, I want to give a disclaimer. And it's probably not what you think. (laughs) My husband's on the podcast sitting beside me and you probably think, okay, she's going to give a disclaimer for what her husband might say. But it's not for him, it's for me. (laughs) He tells me all the time, Kayla, not everybody thinks like you. Not you, you are too harsh. You're hard. Not everybody thinks like you. You can't expect them to think like you do. You so to, you have to show a little grace. I I try. I really do try. Um, but there's so many thoughts that I want to just drop, but I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm well, so scared it's gonna be offensive. But I am gonna try my hardest to like gently gently put my thoughts out here yeah and um, if i get too hard you tell me like bump me and be like hey that's you're too you're being too rough okay deal there might be a lot of bumping but we're gonna go for <laughs> okay. it okay okay so sorry y'all if y'all hear bump bump i apologize <laughs> um do you want to start off or me start it off you got a lot to say i, I do l- got I a love lot hearing it <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, here we go. Okay, so the first thing I'm gonna try not to rant about. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm trying. <laughs> um, homeschooling kids in a post-Christian world. Honestly, first thing that comes to mind is I feel like people think that homeschool families that are Christians and choose to homeschool their kids. Like their kids live under a rock. Like they've never experienced like um, real world stuff like cussing or. Once upon a time that was true. I know I homeschooled back. I mean, I'm 35. And I homeschooled from like upper elementary, junior high and all of high school. So. Back in the day when like people say, oh, what school do you go to? I homeschooled. They literally looked at me like I had three heads. (laughs) Like no one homeschooled. Let's be honest. A lot of people that homeschooled back then. Were weird. Were weird. Very weird. They like didn't possess any social skills whatsoever. Yeah. That's not really that accurate today. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Because a lot, mo- a lot of homeschool people, a lot, of, a lot of homeschool kids today, actually still get out and go, you know, interact at church, interact with other homeschool, yeah, yeah, kids. like co-ops and stuff, yeah. yeah, for sure. So it's not as bad as it was whenever we were coming. No, up. No, I, I totally agree. Like people looked at me like, like, like I was a weirdo. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay, another thing is I feel like there's so many moms that are parents. I say moms because, let's be honest, moms are the ones that are homeschooling. Nine nine times out of ten. Nine Um, times out of ten. But there are a few dads out there that got lucky to stay at home. (laughs) But I feel like there's so many moms that want to homeschool, but for whatever reason they think they can't or they don't know how to start. Which, honestly, that's been all of us at some point. Nobody just woke up and like, 
I'm going to be a homeschool mom and I'm going to be the best. Like no one has ever felt that way. I mean, and a lot of, and a lot of families have several different reasons for why they think they can't. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a lot. Some days it's a lot and some days it's not. It's like, you're pretty much in the groove of things now. Yeah, but it takes so much. It takes time. Yes, it takes time. If we want to back up to the very beginning, the whole first, I'd say probably six to eight months, I cried every day. Most of those days, they also cried. But you have to understand that when you start homeschooling, there's so many different curriculums out there to choose from. The odds of you picking the perfect curriculum for each one of your children on the first try, it's impo- like it's not going to happen. And until you find the curriculum that works with that kid and how that specific child learns, you're going to waste money and you're both going to wind up crying. Yeah, I mean, I can remember whenever you really, the very first time you started, you literally bought all this stuff. Yeah. I'm talking about all this stuff. And we had a camper mm-hmm. and she turned our camper into a classroom. So it, our whole entire camper literally looked like a school classroom. It had globes and stuff on the wall and just, I mean, it looked like you walked into a classroom. And it absolutely did not work. Like crashed and burned within the first ooh, week. Ooh. Flames. <laughs> yeah. was like everyone was crying. Everyone was crying. Including me because I couldn't use my camper. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't want homeschool moms that are like just starting out trying to navigate this to think it can't be done yeah oh my gosh what have i done like this is terrible i can't do this because god gave you those kids out of all the people he gave them to you and if he called if he put it on your heart to homeschool he knew you could or he wouldn't have put it on your heart yes you know that like i say that all the time yes that is true. Okay, so you, we actually talked it, talked about this topic in the car on the way home today, but I'm going to let you take this one because you, you explain it so much better. So what is this, what would you say, or this is one of the reasons we homeschool? Yeah. The, okay, one so you, of, one you of the take main this reasons we homeschool is because I know, like I said, it's going to come out like a big conspiracy theory, but no, I'm not wearing an armadillo helmet or anything like that. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's clearly evident that the public schools are just have nothing but stuff that we don't, don't believe being taught to our kids. And it got so bad. I will go ahead and say it, it got so bad when my child was bringing home homework based on little bow wow is when i pretty much lost it well it wasn't the fact that it was little bow wow it was the fact that the facts listed under little bow wow that little bow wow or however you say it it wasn't all like it it wasn't from a family of drug dealers and all the above like they're criminals but if we're going to learn about this person we should learn all about the person yeah not just like a glorified rapper yeah you know what i'm saying like he was far from glorified but but let's learn it all you know, like, let's learn the truth. Well, I mean, that's fine if you like 
Bow Wow and Master P and all them, that's great. But we need to stop idolizing criminals. Yeah. It's great that they got rich, cleaned up their life, whatever the case may be. That's fantastic. That's what we want for people. But all we need to be idolizing is Jesus, not these rappers and people like I mean, that. And why is why are we discussing this in a, with a second grade class? Exactly. Why are we discussing? And it wasn't the teacher. This was the school. Yeah, the school, which was also pushing, pushing their uh, political affiliation. I guess. Okay. You could say. Okay. Y'all have all seen my my posts and what I've been sharing about this Texas border. He's he's tiptoeing, and I'm just gonna lay it down. <laughs> lay it. Okay. Was it like inauguration day? They literally brought home, I'm not going to say who sent it, but from their school, from the public school system, they brought home coloring sheets of Biden and what's her name? Kamala Harris. If I'm not mistaken, baby, it wasn't even inauguration day. It was election day. Was it? I'm pretty sure it was election day. I threw it away so fast. I don't even remember. It was so, it was like, it was already printed up, ready to go. Oh, it was. I remember you saying that. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that happened fast. Yes. Yeah. So I was, that really, really upset me. Yeah. So I think we, uh, I think we ordered our curriculum that day (laughs) and came on to the house. Pretty sure we did. (laughs) I think so. We had to pause to take a sip of coffee. You need a sip? I'm good. Okay, keep going because you were on a roll. I yeah, like it when you do that. I mean, it's just, it's schools today, the world today, for some reason, is taking our kids, especially our young boys, and trying to take the masculinity out of them. I'm sorry, when I go to town <laughs> and I'm looking at junior high and high school boys wearing little girl gym shorts it's clear as day that they're little girl gym shorts you get so mad oh my goodness but it's not the kids fault the parents bought them i mean i know the parents bought it i understand that and that's what gets me (laughs) i'm sorry i grew up yes i was bullied i probably have bullied i apologize if i hurt anybody (laughs) but i mean that that's how we grew up we grew up tough that's why for 20 years I was in the profession I was in. We grew up tough. Some of these kids today, you look at them and tell them, hey, no, you can't do that. And they fall on the floor and have a panic attack. What happened to our kids? Why is it? I mean, I can guarantee you what, ha- what is going on. What? I mean, I'm sorry. Here comes the armadillo helmet okay, again. Okay, I'm going to be bumping, so. Yeah, here comes the armadillo helmet again, but. <laughs> I mean, it's clear is they want our kids to not fight back when they decide to take sure. over. Yeah. And if you don't believe it's going to happen, just look at Texas right now. Yeah. Just look at Texas. What's going on in Texas right now? I mean, that's that could happen here in Louisiana. That could happen anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, you're exactly right. I totally agree. I mean, everyone saw what happened during COVID. It's all of a sudden, I mean, whether people want to admit it or not, you lost all of your rights. People went to jail for just going outside, for walking into a store. People literally got handcuffed and put into jail. And what gets me is the law enforcement officers that actually took those steps. 
which I know a few that took those steps and then posted on Facebook on how they're against the government and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my goodness. So it, it's clear it can happen. We just have to te- train our kids to keep it from happening because you see what's going on in our time. Can you imagine if we keep letting it go on? Could you imagine what's going to happen when they're our age yeah. running this country? Yeah. And that if we're not the generation to stop it and teach them the truth and what it what it means to, yes. to, to be who you're supposed to be and what to believe and why. You yes. know, just like. Okay, here's my thoughts, like kind of going off of what you said. If we're not the generation of parents to step up and teach them the truth the Bible and teach them as I tell my, our kids, hold it up to the light and find holes in anything you see or hear or anything anybody tells you. Take that thought, hold it up to the light and look for holes. I tell them that every day, yeah. like critical, like logic, critical thinking skills. Public school doesn't teach that. No. So these kids, I mean, we say it all the time. If we, if we're not the generation to teach them, they're not going to know any different than what the government tells them. And that's just it. Uh, And that's dangerous. Very dangerous. That is just not, it's not just scary. That's dangerous. Like I said, I don't, by no means am I a conspiracy theorist. I am just, I see the evidence and we don't want, we don't want our kids growing up in a world where they've, they are scared of the government. That's not what the constitution was created for to be scared. It was created to far for us, our children and their children to know that they have the power to run this country, not the politicians. Yeah. So I don't, like I said, again, this is not a political podcast. I could go all day with that. (laughs) What gets me though, is just like in general, like I said, these Kids, these people in general, just they need to start letting, teaching a little bit of masculinity, especially to some of these boys. Let them be boys. And like you said today, not everybody's the rough and tough. Yeah, not everybody's a rough and tough guy. Not everybody's a hunter, a fisher, plays sports. You know, not everybody's like that. But you still still even if you're not like that even if you're the you or your child is just a quiet calm person that doesn't like conflict or anything like that that's great but at the same time you still need to be able to stand up for your rights and what you believe in not lie down like lie down and let somebody take you over i mean and, and like you just said raising kids in a world like that it's up to us to teach them these things Yes, it's up to us to teach them these things. I mean, that's one thing about homeschooling. It's not just reading, writing, math, language. It's not just... Ours definitely isn't. (laughs) Yes, it's not just that. It's life. Our kids, before they technically graduate, they'll know how to balance a checkbook. They already know all about taxes. (laughs) Yeah, they don't like taxes. No. They don't like that part. But these are things that... I don't know. I wasn't taught that in school. 
And I went to a couple schools and I never was taught. Like life skills. Life skills. Yeah. I had to learn this on the fly. And whether they decide to go to college or whatever, pursue after high school, that's stuff you need to know. Yeah. And not only that, but like they hunt, kill deer, process the meat, make sausages. Like they can, the grocery stores could be empty and these three kids are not going to ever have their bellies growling. No. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like they're not going to wait on, it might not you know, be like a, gourmet... a government vehicle to come through and like pass out food. They're not going to be in that line. It might not be a gourmet meal, but especially Ty, he could, he loved, he doesn't got to, he loves to like, cook. He loves Kill to cook, cook over it. open fire. Yeah. Like that, that's what homeschooling is. Yeah. Just it's a whole different experience. Yeah. Not just not just reading, writing and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, math it's, or whatever. It's sitting down reading the Bible. It's life skills yeah. to prepare them. The biggest thing is to prepare them for whenever we're gone. Yeah. I mean you're in- I, it sounds terrible to say it like that, but that is my ultimate goal. If if the Lord won't takes me, I want my kids to be prepared to go on without me. Yeah, and you're not raising them to be kids forever. They're going to be adults. Yes. And they're going to have to deal with this world. Yeah. Which makes me sad, but, I mean, it is. Then again, they don't live under a rock. They they have exposure. I mean, some people, I'm sure some people don't take the approach we do. I mean, we don't like watch R-rated movies, but no. they see commercials like... Here's another kick me if I go too far. But there was a commercial. I don't even know what they were advertising. Laundry detergent, I want to say. And it was two women. And they were like folding laundry on the bed or something and throwing laundry at each other, dumping the laundry basket. And you could clearly tell that they were in a romantic relationship. (laughs) And two of my three kids were like, can you believe? And I, I just wanted to clap. You know, like they don't live on a rock. They see it, but they know that there's holes. You know, they yes. see that this idea that this TV is portraying is there's holes in that, you know? Yes. And it's just, and it, I mean, we, we have a deep Christian belief and sorry to the rest of the world, but that is considered wrong in our yeah. belief. Yeah. On so many levels. So our kids have been taught that no offense to anyone who might swing that way but at the end of the day the bible's the final word yeah at the end of it the ain't, day it ain't our like don't shoot the messenger we didn't come up with this exactly. like don't this ain't us saying this exactly it's, i mean and at the end i'm not gonna sit there and treat you any different than i would anyone else well yeah i mean they know to be kind Yes. But they're not going to agree with it, you know. And yeah. They they identify the holes. That's it. That's which, as parents, well said, identify the holes. As parents, that's best case scenario. Like yeah. that's what we pray for every day. Yeah. So high five. That's what I'm talking about. We're doing it. Um, another thing, kind of switching gears. We just had to take a sip of coffee, but um, another thing I get asked a lot is. How do we like study the Bible or what that looks like in our homeschool, which that's going to look different in every homeschool because everybody does it differently. There's different families and beliefs and ages and all that. But I did want to add 
that this past, was that last week? Yeah, it was last week. Mm, two weeks ago. Believe it or not, it's been was two weeks. Was it really? It wasn't this past Sunday, it was the Sunday before. Oh my gosh. Um, I know. Dr. Frank Turek. Um, and honestly, I had never heard of him before. But I'm so glad I did because he is amazing. Everything I had seen um, up until we got to talk to him in our church. But I'm going to, I'll link this below, like in the show notes, so you can go check this stuff out. But I would say Turner didn't quite get everything he was saying, but Ty definitely did. So that's what, 12, 13, and up. Well, not just that, though. Ty has already been through. Yeah, like Dr. Mark's faith formation. Yeah, Yeah, and I mean, that is. Not what to believe, but why we believe that class. Yeah, exactly. Why? Evidence. This is, I mean. Evidence, scientific could, ev- yeah. evidence, and all that. Yeah. So I mean, it's not just like you said, blind faith. It's yeah. Like a lot of people, they believe with blind faith, but doc, if you listen to Doctor Mark's sermons, that's our or, pastor. Yeah. Or this, uh, Doctor Frank Turek. Yeah. Like I said again, amazing. So. Check it out for sure, because definitely check him out. I mean, he's. Very, I mean, if you're already a homeschool parent, yeah. I mean, we got we actually bought the DVD, um, it's like 12 part DVD series, but wow, yes. this is one that you have to watch like several times because there's so much information. It's called, um, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist, and it is amazing. The, the man is highly intelligent and dares someone. To try to contradict him because he's he's waiting on it. He's waiting on someone to prove him wrong. And so far, he's probably been doing this 30, 40 years and yeah. no one's done it yet. Mm-mm. Up against like the biggest atheist in the in the world. Yes. He is like you And said, he leaves them speech. They can't. There's not an argument to be had. None. <laughs> so definitely check out Dr. Frank Turk because like hands down, he's he's knowledgeable. Yeah. He's very knowledgeable. Okay, I wanted to kind of back up and add. Um, I was going to say this and I forgot, or you said something and I got off track. But um, talking about homeschooling and the Bible and Frank Turek and church and all that, I went to a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. And most of my life, up until I was 18, um, like all the time, like almost every Sunday, Wednesday nights, youth, the whole thing. But honestly, it was just like kind of get together, play basketball, eat pizza, hang out and go home. Nothing was taught. Seriously. It was like, a, it was like you go and get pizza and play basketball and yeah. hang out and go home. Nothing was taught. So finding a church that has a really good or like offers like those classes, like our church has Yes. like Ty loves Mr. Nathan, like Dr. Mark's confirmation class. This goes back to what I like. I used to say, why do people say it takes a village to raise a child? Like, can they not raise their own child? And then we got, (laughs) we started going to church and they started pouring so much information into my kids that I, I'm going to say it. 
I didn't know. Yeah, and uh, they poured so much biblical knowledge and truth and helped form my kid into who they are and I completely ate my words. And they I'm I am proud to say they're the village that's helping raise my kid. Yeah, I mean and that that's the thing. You know, nobody knows it all, you know, so I'm glad somebody else is going to share their knowledge. Yeah. Because I may not know it. I may not have any experience in it. And I, if that's the case, I sure ain't going to talk about it. Yeah. But I'm just shut my mouth and listen. They, if they have questions, they ask, mm-hmm. they deliver it so they can understand it, you know, on their level and just, they're just knowledgeable. So I would definitely say that like us reading the Bible here doesn't compare to what they learn on Wednesday nights and on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even touch it. So definitely, um, I feel very strongly about that. Yeah, they, that is a real good church community there. Yeah, very, that's just a blessing to, to find that. A major blessing. Okay, I don't know how long we've been talking, but we've got to go get these kids to bed. It's, yeah. It is like 30 minutes past bedtime, and I don't want to deal with Cranky Basil. So <laughs> do you want to <laughs> do you want to wrap this up with the last... Yeah. Then you have just, one more thing you want to say. Yeah, just I mean, the thing is, I know there's a lot, especially right now the way things are. There's a lot of people that are really, really debating if they're going to start homeschooling or not. And people need to under, un, really understand. I mean, I'm going to call it the sacrifices that go along with it. Yes, I will call. I will say I sacrifice. Can't stand that word. I understand that because at first, at first it is a sacrifice and then, and then later you understand that that sacrifice is actually a blessing. It leads to, yeah, it leads to a blessing. Yes. I see what you're saying, but I, I don't want to call it what we do now, where we are now, a sacrifice. No, it's not. We now. do. You have to sacrifice to get to the blessing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I can, I agree with that. Yes. You have to sacrifice. But the, to people say, Oh my God! How some can... of us will. I mean, some of us do anyway. Some people won't have to. They'll move on with life like nothing. Yeah. But and yes, I'm talking financial. I'm talking everything. Everything. Everything under the sun. Yeah. I mean, it it affects your whole house. Yes. Like you said, you know. I mean, for a while, you know, the kids would wake up and be gone, and they'd be gone from eight to three. Mm-hmm. They, and they, you know, you really only deal with them. 30 minutes before 30, bedtime? Yeah, 30 minutes to an hour. If they don't play sports. Yeah, if they don't play sports. Yeah, or you're 9.30 yeah. getting home from the ball field. Yeah. I mean, it sounds harsh and terrible to say, but some people will have to get to know their kids yeah. all over again. Exactly, and your kid has to get to know you. Yep. And, like, build a relationship. Yes. Because you just, you think you know your kid until... You're with each other 24 7. Yes. It's a whole different ballgame. Yes. And, <laughs> and it, it takes an adjust. It You have to give yourself time to adjust. Yes, you do. And then, I mean, you, and then especially at the very beginning, you understand why well, God will be testing your patience. Yeah. But like I always say, if He called you to homeschool, That's just He it. would not do that if He knew you couldn't do it. Yeah. Or just... thought you couldn't do it. That's just it. I mean, like I said, I how many t- nights and days I had to console you? Just yeah. oh, the beginning's hard. Don't let anybody tell you, oh, homeschooling. It's look, you know, this is 
it took us years to get here. You know, it's it's rocky. Yeah, it's rocky. I mean, and, and rough at first, but you you have to just lean in and keep going because the reward at the end is worth all of it times ten. Yes, it is. I mean, and there's and like. Our curriculum, the curriculum we have at the moment, you know, like you said, it works for us. But what we have may not work for yeah, your child. Yeah, no, yeah. You have to explore. You have, and there's so many options out there, so many. But like you do, it you takes know, time. You, I know, and you actually looked and verified that they're, you know, these teachings matched up with our beliefs. Well, yeah. Verified that before you started. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's. I mean, yeah, you know, there's all these online classes now. It's just, it's very easy. Yeah, I mean, there's so many options. Yeah, so many options. I mean, it's, I know people get overwhelmed and it would just be, oh my God, I can't do that. How am yeah. I going to pay for the car? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? It, you may have to downgrade. You may ha- not have yeah. to. You know, cause I know there's a lot of people in the world that don't want to hear that. But if you feel like you need to homeschool your kids, yeah. what's more important? Yeah, I say it all, yeah, I say it all the time. I mean, that's just it. What's more important? I mean, that's if that's if you have that strong belief that you feel like you need to homeschool your kid. Yeah. You know, and I mean, there's also these little satellite homeschool groups that you can pay like little private schools but you got to watch them too yeah because i hate to tell y'all most of those a lot of those little schools are made up of kids that got kicked out of regular school yeah i know because i got dispatched to several of them (laughs) nothing beats you teaching your kid no it really doesn't because you can it's just an advantage you get to filter everything Yeah, you get to filter it, but we don't really filter much of nothing. We really don't. I mean, we do some. Yeah, there are some things we feel. Well, you have to, especially for that age. But, but it goes back to if they have that foundation and they can hold everything up to the light and find the holes. Yeah. They can face anything. Yeah. But you have to have the foundation. You have to know the truth and why you believe it and yeah. know that nothing that that's number one they can spot they can spot holes in anything held up next to that yeah well i mean another thing too another thing why our kids love homeschool now is like especially during hunting season recesses turner walking out in the backyard and going (laughs) squirrel hunting real quick yeah yeah. you know it fit they still get a life yeah they They still get to live their life and be who god made them to be yeah, I mean, yeah, you might not get those trips to Disney, which I wouldn't do Disney Disney anyway. Yeah, I, <laughs> we all know how I feel about Disney anything. That's but saying, that's not one of our favorite destinations. Yeah, I'll yeah, I can't do Disney. But no, no offense to anyone who likes <laughs> no, it. No, for but, sure, yeah. But um, yeah, I see what you're saying about the sacrifice thing. But at the end of the day, look at the people that our kids are already. Yeah, that right there is and, worth everything. I mean, like I said, I don't, by no means am I doing it right. I mean, doing it perfect. That I'm probably, honestly, probably barely skinning by. 
barely skidding by, but I do enjoy, especially when strangers come up to me and go, man, your kids are so well-behaved and well, well-mannered and so intelligent. I mean, our littlest one, Bristol, they talk about how well she speaks. Okay. And okay. I, you just I, reminded me about something that's kick me if I, if I need to be kicked. Okay. Our youngest son has a cowboy hat and he wears it everywhere. Like he loves his hat and he knows because you taught him mm-hmm. when you go in a doorway, you take your hat off. You don't wear it at the table. You don't wear it up in somebody's house. You don't eat with it on. And when you go in church, you take it off. Like that is my thing. Please don't wear a hat in church. That's just- and he knows, like he knows. So he sees other people wearing hats at the table or whatever. He's like, mama, I'm like, I know, buddy, do you, you know, you just keep doing you. So, I mean, that is just, that is old school manners. Yeah. And I mean, that was my dad put instilled that in me at a very young age. So it, I keep, and I've been nothing but complimenting my whole life on it. And I want my kids to. Have the same thing. Yeah, just be respectable people. Yeah. And respect respect. and teach them to respect people. Yes. That's it. I don't think that's asking too much. No, it's not. But you hear kids now in stores? Yeah. Like to a adult, like their parents or grandparents. Yeah. Oh my, I look back like, oh my God, is she about to put him on the floor? Like, is I going to get a backhand or no? I was going to (laughs) say, My my parents would have rock bottom and put the people's elbow on me. It been over with. Bam. They do like zero manners. We just need to get back to just being like the traditional, you know, the family values and morals and what is that called? The good old days. Maybe. Like why just why why can't we just go back? Yeah. Because people, I don't understand it. People felt, for some reason, they felt like they shouldn't have to do stuff like that. Or it's just priorities. That, I feel like it's priorities. I really well, do. Well, yeah. I mean, but I don't get it. You know, now it's, it's for some reason, at some places of business, it's acceptable for the employee to show up Looking like they fell head first into a tackle box. Got things yeah, hanging all yeah, over. I it, don't, their clothes wrinkled. I don't know. It, that just that, goes back to their raisin. Me. It goes back to their raisin. That it really does. That insane. The clothes wrinkled and all. That drives <laughs> me know. insane. This podcast, we're all over the place. All but, over. I mean, it is what it is. I would love to go back to the good old days. That's just it, though. We don't want our kids... This is why we homeschool, because we don't want our kids <laughs> to be like that. Yeah. Because, you know, they're taught to not care. That is true. They're taught to not care as long as they show up and do. Yeah, just whatever goes. Yeah, whatever goes. And that's, no, There's there's got to be some type of order. Got yeah. to be. Yeah. Boundaries. Yeah, boundaries. I mean, moral boundaries. Yeah. And that all goes back to what? The Bible. (laughs) Who says what's right and wrong, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's just it. Who says what's right or wrong? It's clearly written in the Bible. Yeah. 
That's true. A book that has literally been since the beginning of time. That's proven. Yeah. In every way. So, so here's how we, why we homeschool in a post-Christian world. Yeah, most people are going to really listen to this and be like, whoa, they were here, they were there. But sorry, we get passionate about different things, but it all ends up to the same point. Yeah. This is why we homeschool. Yeah. There's a million and one reasons. We could probably go till, we could probably go for 24 hours discussing yeah. the reasons why. Maybe on the next podcast. Maybe. And a whole lot more coffee. Ooh. <laughs> a whole lot more coffee. Yeah. But, well, thanks for being on here. If we get some more ideas, I might have to get you back on here. I don't know. They might not want me back. <laughs> I don't know. You're pretty good. Okay. So, I hope um, we didn't bore y'all. He's pretty entertaining. I wouldn't go that far, but... <laughs> Well, you're, what you say is, is, is pretty spot on. I got to agree. Yeah. I mean, just too much life experience, experience unfortunately, but yeah. I'm learning to do it right. Yeah. Well, that's what matters. That's it. We all mess up every day, but we just, grace, just keep going. That's it. Grace. I always remember. If you forget anything else, I always remember God's grace. Yeah. And praying together as a family is huge. Yes. Yes. Huge. I said, we even get Beazle to bless the food most of the time. Yeah, it's so cute. And she goes all over the place, too. She's kind of like this podcast episode. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder where she gets it from. Um, Yeah, for me, for sure. Um, So we will, we need to do this again. (laughs) <laughs> we need to do this again sometime. Okay, so I hope you got something from this. And um, I hope I didn't offend anybody too bad. But yeah, I'm just telling it. I'm just telling that's it. it. It's, it's on my heart. I can't. That's it. It's not Nothing we say is meant to offend anyone. If no. we did, we apologize. This is just, I mean, it's. you can say it's our opinion, but most of it's backed up in the Bible. I'd say 99.9% of it, what we just said, yeah. is backed up in the Bible. Yeah. You know, we're not spreading hate. We're not spreading And it's not how hate. to homeschool. It's yeah. how we homeschool. Yeah, it's how we homeschool. Yeah. You've got to find your own group. Yeah. I mean, that's just like anything. Sure. We're all different. Yeah. And My main thing was don't give up. Yeah. Whatever your groove is, you're going to find it. Yeah. Whatever it looks like, just yeah. don't, you're going to cry and you're going to waste money on curriculum and all that, but don't give up. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're getting up every morning with an S on your chest, ready to go, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, you know, you got to get that groove. Some lots days, of grace. Some days it's just a bumpy wheel, you know? And bump, lots bump, of bump. coffee, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's one day at a time. That's all we can do. Yeah. And then another thing, you're definitely going to need to learn grace with some of your kids, too. <laughs> For sure. Especially, oh, he deals with some of ours. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. Like the preteen, teenage years, that got me nervous. Uh, I'm gonna, awesome with like littles. They gonna That's be my right. favorite. But I'm kind of worried. I'm kind of nervous. They're going to be all right. They're going to learn how to fix stuff. I know that. <laughs> I put so them that's, gonna, that, that's the years where stuff gets broken. So they're going to learn how to fix it. Oh, my gosh. 
So they fix it. I mean, that's how they gonna learn. Real life. And they gonna drive. <laughs> they gonna drive your van. They ain't driving <laughs> <No>. my truck. <laughs> okay. Well, at least if you didn't learn something from this podcast, I hope we just entertained you for however long we've been sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, we will catch you on the next one. See y'all later.